Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Welcome back, everybody. You're here with Spring and Andrew, and we are here to talk to you about everything you want to know about sex, relationships, sexual health, uh, communication. Yeah, it's all about communication. (laughs) Anything else related to sex, sexuality, we are here for you. How are you today, Andrew? I am doing great. Uh, I was just in Vancouver with my best friend, Spring. Uh, We were at a sex conference. It's not what you're thinking, everybody. It's like a whole bunch of nerds sitting in a room talking about statistics regarding sex. But it was super fun. We got to hang out and we were in Vancouver and we got to explore a little bit of the city and eat some really great food. Um, And now I'm back in Miami and a hurricane's about to hit. But hey, um, I'm here for all of you. I think you mentioned communication at the beginning. Today's episode... um, is one of the few that is not resolved by communication. Like, oh my gosh, you're right. Isn't the it, answer isn't is it, in communication today. Oh my the, gosh. The answer is exercise. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's just weird. Uh, today, today, everybody, we are answering the question like, what are Kegels? Why should you do them? It's pretty. Yeah. And- You know, I had a friend um, just ask me this question actually last week, and it's a question that Andrew and I have been meaning to do on this show for a while. So I am so happy that my friend asked me this. And um, when they asked me this, they also were like, how am I supposed to remember how to do them? You know, so we're going to get into all of that today. We're going to talk about what they are, why you should do them, how you should do them, how you can remember, how you can remind yourself. We'll go through it all. And this is for everybody, not just people that have um, vaginal parts. It's for people that have any type of body parts. And we'll talk about that too. Right. So anybody with Kegels, regardless of your sex assigned at birth, it is for everybody. It looks a little bit different depending on what your uh, biology is. Um, but when when someone says Kegels, most of the time people will like giggle or not even really know what they are. They know it's something naughty or something sexual, um, but it's a kind of sex exercise. Um, everybody has a muscle that goes under their anus and over their urethra and it kind of circles and surrounds your inside parts. Sometimes people call it exercising the pelvic floor and we all have a pelvic floor muscle as well. Um, but it's really like figuring out like what that muscle is, where it is, and what do I do to get that muscle to be more toned? And that's really all Kegels are. And there are a ton of potential benefits too, which really, um, it, well, and they're easy. So there's a ton of benefits and they're really easy to do. I'm doing one right now. I'm doing them right now. And <laughs> um, so Andrew and I met at Penn State. A lot of you know that. Um, and we both used to work under uh, the same supervisor, Dr. Koch. And Dr. Koch had a thing that she would always say in class when she was talking about Kegels. Um, and Andrew reminded me of this just a moment ago when he said, like, when you mention Kegels, sometimes, you know, people smile or they like think it's naughty or something. And she would always teach about Kegels. And then she would say, and I have a way of knowing who's doing them. (laughs) And she'd look around the room and she'd go, it's if you're smiling right now. (laughs) And it was always hilarious. Um, But Yeah, I mean, I think that they do bring a little smile to my face when I do them um, because I feel like, hey, I'm doing something good for myself right now. 
I mean, and good for yourself and good for sexual partners and good for future babies. If you are thinking maybe at some point in life you want to have like they have a lot of benefits um, and they're a little bit different for uh, uh, people assigned male at birth versus people assigned female at birth, what they do. Um, but for everybody who does them, there's the potential for increased sexual performance, increased orgasmic potential and getting to know your body a little bit better. But. Um, they also can help with a bunch of different kinds of health issues, like a man who might have prostate cancer or might have had to have a prostatectomy because of prostate cancer. It can really help with something like urinary incontinence. Um, and then for women um, or trans men who uh, have a baby um, and have a vaginal delivery, there's a lot of stretching that goes on. And that stretching can sometimes damage some ligaments or damage some muscles or overstretch or cause some strain. Um, and what we know about Kegels is if you tone that muscle before pregnancy, during pregnancy, and after pregnancy, some of the negative effects of pregnancy, um, and we have previous episodes where we've talked about some of those, um, really are diminished. So we look at something like bladder control. Um, there's lots of women who, you know, after they have a pregnancy, uh, whenever they laugh, they might leak a couple drops of urine. If you start your kegels now or kegels now um, and then choose to have a baby later, the chances of you having urinary incontinence go down. But the good news is if you have urinary incontinence for any reason whatsoever, as any uh, genitalia, male, female, non-binary, um, Kegels can help with things like urinary and even fecal, fecal incontinence that can sometimes happen when there's uh, pregnancy stretching or many other events. Yeah. So there's a lot of different benefits that Kegels have, right? So bladder control is a big one. Um, incontinence. So, you know, if people are losing some urine when they're laughing or sneezing or whatever, um, those are definite. And, you know, what I think is really cool, though, is the impacts it can have on orgasms, the impacts it can have on sexual performance. And this type of thing is really exciting to people, I think. You know, people are like, oh, I don't have any problems with, you know, urine right now, so I'm not going to worry about it. But there are some sexual benefits here. And I think, you know, everyone's always talking about, like, how can I get better in bed or how can I be a better lover? And you know what? Kegels can help. I mean, Kegels totally can help with that. Um, there's tons of reports. Like, I'm going to talk about men for a minute. Like, uh, there's lots of men who have issues with not being able to come sometimes during sex or coming really quickly during sex. And there are men who report Kegels as being a great way to have better control over when they're coming and how they're coming. Um, and on top of all of that, um, there are many, many reports of men who do their Kegels. And then all of a sudden their orgasms get stronger and stronger. And if they're interested in how far their semen shoots, maybe their semen shoots farther. Like, there's a <laughs> lot of really nice benefits that men are looking for. Uh, and you can do Kegels completely like on your own privately. No one has to know. You don't have to talk to a single doctor or a partner about it. You just have to listen to Spring and I um, today. Yeah. So for men, there's all, <laughs> but for men, there's all of those sexual benefits. What are the sexual benefits for women, Spring? So, I think that, you know, when you're increasing the um, how toned the pelvic floor muscles are, there's like you can also do this during sex. Right. So you can like squeeze and release so you can do this. And um, if you have a partner that's inserting something into you, they can feel that. So there's like some engagement that you can play with with your partner that can like feel really good for your partner. Um 
And so that's like one thing that can happen, you know, that you can like play with, you know, as you're increasing those muscles. And then the types of orgasms that you have when you have these increased strength in these muscles can actually increase the intensity of orgasms as well. So how those orgasms are feeling um, over time might actually shift with how how many Kegels you've been doing. And I think, you know, um, if you are very familiar with like what your orgasms feel like, I would say like, you know, try a month of Kegels and then see if you can like observe any differences. And I think that it'll really range depending on the type of orgasms you have. Um, because a lot of people, um, that have, uh, assigned female at birth have different types of orgasms too. Right. So we know that, um, the type of orgasm you're having might also uh, determine like how much change you're going to notice there. But I think that the potential is really exciting to see, um, do little experiments on your own, you know, and see what, what does it feel like? Is it, is it stronger for me? And um, whether or not you can notice it, it's still important to do these exercises, <laughs> but um, look out for um, how how you're experiencing changes in your orgasms for sure. Like do do the experiments yourself. And most of the time, you're not going to see those kind of changes immediately. For most people, it takes two weeks to two months before they start noticing some of the the changes that they're looking for. But if you really think about it, that's better than going to the gym and trying to look hot. Like that, like, you know, that can take people decades to get, and some people don't <laughs> have abs and abs aren't the only way to look hot, but um, it's a lot faster than a lot of the other kinds of ways that we change our bodies to try to feel sexier, right? This is something a couple weeks to a couple months. Um, we haven't even talked about like how to do them, how to figure out what the muscles are, um, but we do need to take a short break. So when we get back, we're going to really dig into how do you actually do these awesome exercises. So um, if you know how to do them already, get your Kegels on while we're on break, but we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to our episode, everybody. Today we're talking about Kegels. Um, I'm not doing them now. I already kind of capped out because like, we'll tell you more in a few minutes. You don't want to do too many. Um, it's nice that there's a health thing where they're like, hey, don't go overboard. Stop those Kegels. Um, so, so far we've talked about what they are, what the benefits are, but we should really talk about how to do them. Um, and it looks a little bit different for assigned female at birth, assigned male at birth, uh, genital areas. Um, do you want me to talk about men first? Do you want to talk about women first? How should we do this? Go for it. You can talk about men. Oh, I'll talk about men. All right. So, so for men, there's a couple different things that you can do. The easiest thing to do is to try to figure out exactly what the muscle is that you need to be tensing up. Um, so the, what you do is when you're peeing, right, and you're peeing, sitting down, standing up, however you're peeing, figure out the muscle that you would use to stop that flow of urine midstream. So whatever you do, just squeeze. Another way to think about it is if you need to pass gas, what muscle would you hold to keep that gas inside? What would you squeeze to keep that in? Um, it's all the same muscle, right? The muscle goes under the anus and over the top of the penis. Um, so that's the muscle. So once you figure it out, right, figure out the muscle, um, don't do them while peeing all the time. Like learn the muscle while peeing, but don't practice your Kegels while peeing. It's very bad for your bladder, but it's fine for just figuring out what it is. Um, once you know what that muscle is and what you're used to sort of feeling it, you can do them pretty much anywhere 
anytime, completely in private. Um, but think of it like you would do any other exercise when you're going to the gym. Um, so to do them, you want to take that muscle and you want to tense it or squeeze it for about three seconds. Two, three. And then relax it for three seconds. And you want to do a set of 10. And that's it. Once you do 10, you're over. So it takes just about one minute to do one set. And you want to do three sets over the course of your day. You don't want to do more. So three minutes of your day for your sexual health is all we're asking for our sex exercise episode on Kegels. Um, and the thing that I love about Kegels is that like, I, I can literally do them anywhere, anytime. Um, my tip is if you're driving, like, you know, I drive to work in Miami and there's a couple lights on the way to my office. Um, if you're on a school bus, or if you're anywhere and there's like, you know, sort of set times where you know you're going to be sitting still. In my head, I now have programmed Kegels minutes. Like there's one light I know I'm going to hit every time on my way to work. It's one minute long. And then on my way home from work, it's one minute long. And at each one of those lights, I do a full set of Kegels. It's really easy. Um, and you can do them sitting up. You can do them uh, laying down. You can do them uh, pretty much in any position. Um, I find them easiest sit seated, but other people like them standing up. It's really just However you want to do them, you can do them. Um, and you want to be breathing through them as well, right? These aren't when you're at the gym with the gruntier people who are holding their breath and screaming at the end of every one of their sets. That's, that's not a Kegel. That's not what we're looking for. Um, maybe the orgasms that come from them, you know, in a couple months when you're practicing, you'll get some grunty, screamy, red-facedness. That's good. Um, you want to make sure you're breathing through them, that you're focused on just that muscle, right? So when you start doing your Kegels uh, with male anatomy, it's likely that you'll hit all of the muscles, um, you'll, you'll flex your ass and you'll flex all of these other like tightly round muscles. You really just want to focus on, on that. I really, I've been talking about Kegels for like three minutes without stopping. Spring, do you have any comments on um, male Kegels? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Well, let me transition to talk about how it's different if you're assigned female at birth. So um, the idea is very similar, but there's a couple extra things to kind of talk about if you're assigned female at birth. So one is um, you can still find the muscles by trying to stop your stream of pee. That's how you can like check and be like, okay, do I know what muscles these are? Another way you can test to see if you know the muscles is you can put your finger insert it into your vagina. And then once your finger is inside, you can try to squeeze till you can feel that little tightening around your finger. So that's another way to test to see, do I know what these muscles are that I'm supposed to be squeezing? And um, so in assigned female at birth, we don't use that idea of holding in a fart, but, <laughs> but, and I was thinking, as you said that, like, do people who are assigned male at birth know how to hold in a fart? LOL. Uh, um, but, <laughs> just joking. Um, so assigned female at birth, you're um, trying to like contract these muscles that would stop the stream of pee. But um, one of the ways that we describe doing this is actually a little more involved if you're assigned female at birth. And this is like getting a little more technical. But um, if you can imagine that there's a blueberry hovering like right under your vulva and you want to use your vaginal muscles to scoop down, pick up that blueberry and suck it up inside of you. <laughs> And this is the like motion of like scooping up that like also is like going to be really 
um, help improve those muscles. So not just squeezing, but can you imagine picking up and pulling in and then holding for three seconds again and then releasing? And so that's just a little bit more of a description of how can this like, um, how can you imagine this? And when you start to put it into your imagination and visualize it, it's a little more easy to like kind of feel yourself doing that in your body. Um, so a slightly different kind of um, recommendation, but if you're finding those muscles and you're squeezing them, you are doing it. Um, and then this is kind of more advanced technique to like really start to hone in on what you're doing here. And um, and yeah, I love what Andrew said, you know, talking about like all these different ways to remind yourself to do them. I have a tip. I just tell people like, oh, whenever you remember to do them, do them until you forget again, because it kind of, I like can only do so many until like I get distracted and like start thinking about something else, you know? And so like, it's never longer than a minute that I can like hold my attention on doing them. So it's kind of like, oh, I remembered and then let me do them. And then um, once they're, they're done, they're done. And I think it's I think it's important for women that they do more kegels than men as well. So men, you just do three sets of ten over the course of your day, and then you're good to go. That's it. Um, but for women, very frequently, it's you're supposed to do like fifteen, right? Three sets of fifteen over the course of the day. It's recommended that women do more. Yeah, and I think that you know, um, it's it's like, it's a little more difficult to tell what's going on. So like, you know how if you're at the gym, you're doing like bicep curls, like soon you're going to reach the point of exhaustion where you're like, oh, I can't do anymore. I don't think that really happens for most people doing Kegels. There's not a point where they're like, oh, it's so sore. I can't do anymore. Um, so it's a little bit more like, um, let me just be aware of how many I'm doing and I'm not trying to overdo it, you know? And, um, I have a thing set up with a friend actually where we um, message each other accordions because accordions squeeze. That's our code emoji for doing Kegels. So uh, if you want to like set up some reminders with some friends, you could also uh, use our little code text to some accordions as a time to do your Kegels. And that's a fun way to do it too, to like, like, then you know your friend's doing it with you and like that's kind of a fun way it's like uh supporting each other in that process <laughs> another really fun way to do kegels is if you have a romantic or sexual partner or partners um you can do kegels while you are engaging in different kinds of sex with another person so if you have uh, a signed male at birth if you have a penis you can have your penis inside of somebody's mouth or anus or vagina and you can do kegels in those spaces and if you're good at Kegels, they'll be able to feel it. Like they can feel the penis move around and they can feel like it suddenly like a little heavier or jiggle a little bit. Um, so it can be kind of a fun thing to do with somebody else. Maybe a little bit shocking if they're not used to that feeling. Um, but you can do them during sex. You can even make them like a fun, sexual, intimate experience. Yeah. Yeah. And same thing for the other way around too, right? Like um, I was talking about that already. Yeah. So you can definitely do it while you're playing. Um, you could do it together, you know, both or all people who are having sex together can um, do a Kegel time <laughs> and everybody starts doing their Kegels. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of ways to make Kegels fun. You make Kegels a part of your regular day. 
So, but they're really easy to do and they have health benefits, they have sexual health benefits, and they can have intimacy and relationship benefits. There's really no reason not, like, I can't fathom a single reason why somebody would not want to do their Kegels. Like, it's just easy. They're kind of fun. Like Dr. Koch said, she can tell if you're doing them because you smiled. Like you get that little smirk, <laughs> like, hee hee hee, I'm doing something for my sexual self right now and you can't stop me. Um, but I'm going to reiterate, you don't want to do too many, right? You want to do your sets and then you want to be done with them for a day. You don't want to overwork their muscle. And I think there's some research out there that people who have done too many Kegels actually can have some negative outcomes from it. I've read that, but then when I was looking for the research, I couldn't actually find evidence of it, but I, I have read it, but I'm not, I'm not sure, um, where that comes from. We'll have to clarify that. We'll put it, we'll post on our Instagram this week about Kegels and we'll let you know, can you do too many? But, um, (laughs) but the the research says that, you know, you only need to do those three sets a day for the health benefits and the sex benefits. You don't need to do more than that. So you don't have to go crazy. And maybe they'll help you go crazy later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and let us know, you know, if you are experiencing any incontinence, if you are experiencing like a little bit of pain while laughing or while sneezing or whatever, um, let us know if it starts to help it. I, um, I would love to hear people's experiences about how Kegels improve their lives. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you have any follow-up questions about this episode or anything else, we'd love to hear from you there. Um, you can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. That's RAP with a W-W-R-A-P. You can send us an email. We're the sex rap at gmail.com. And you should definitely check out our social media. We are on Instagram every single day, chatting with you, responding to your questions there. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Check us out at the sex rap. Thanks for listening everyone. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.